What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Previously on the Simply Human Podcast. Okay. Humans don't decide their future. They decide their habits. Yes. Discuss. Discuss. <laughs> um, well, I would even go one step farther back from that. What I would say is that humans um, hopefully decide their habits because often what happens is that habits are created by default, not by design. And so it's episode 247 of the Simple Human Podcast with your hosts, Rick and Mark. And out of order. Two human beings being human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy. And how you can start living more like a human today. On today's show, it is Dr. Sandra Scheinbaum. She is passionate about transforming healthcare by training health coaches to help people become CEOs of their own health. She spent nearly five decades making healthcare and education more holistic and innovative. And she's going to join us in nine minutes. How are you, Rick? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, we need to... We need to clarify something. This is not one of the things that I had for crosstalk. Uh, I had a listener uh, text me and say, Herschel Walker never broke a bat (laughs) over his knee. I feel like if you watch the video when he was saying We were both uh, just like, I I did watch it. They both make this face going. But we don't want to say anything. And I didn't understand. He called when us... Mozart sits down to paint. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Norm. Uh, when uh, he called us FOS, and I don't, and I don't I don't, think he understood the question I had, and he called us both full of S. Oh. And I was like, okay. I, okay. And then so when he... He got his signals crossed a little bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Two things. First. Yes. yes. Mandalorian? Like, are you asking if it is a, an, a, like a noun or a verb? <laughs> Have you watched it? Are you into it? it? My children are Star Wars nerds, and yes, I've watched it. Yes. It's a very good show. You you enjoyed it? Have you finished it? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, no spoilers. Oh, Sandra Scheinbaum just entered the waiting room, but oh, okay. we have seven minutes. We're going to okay. make her wait. Um, the, I'm not going to spoil anything. Chapter 16, which is the the, have all the finale of season two, okay, is pretty great. The whole show is pretty great. I there think. is a there is a, a a little twist at the end. Somebody shows up, and you kind of know he was going to come, and it was pretty awesome. 
There you go. That's what she said. I think like a few episodes before that, when it became apparent, and we are going to do a little bit of tiny spoilers, when he teams up with Boba Fett and the the lady, yeah. whose name I don't know, but I have to ask my kids, like, hey, who's the one who did the thing and the thing? And they're like, yeah. dad, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> but he teams up with Boba Fett and the lady, and they start just absolutely wrecking shop. Like, that's when it got really, yeah. really good. Yeah, that was pretty good. So Mandalorian is good. Uh, as not a Star Wars nerd can explain and can tell you all it's worth it's worth a watch and in the mandalorian i have watched narcos and i've i've seen clips of him from game of thrones and he was in pedro pascal he's in the new uh wonder woman movie which is terrible which was i I went and watched it by myself in a theater all by myself on new year's on new year's eve in the theater by myself on new year's eve (laughs) haven't i told you this story you have not. So I fandangoed. We're in green, or New Braunfels, for our anniversary trip. And so Jen, <laughs> as is our custom, one of the days on the trip, she goes to Target, TJ Maxx. There's like a little shopping center. And I'm like, we've learned over 18 years of marriage, I'm going to go to a movie or something. She's going to shop. We're not going to try to shop together. So There's I, nothing that oh. makes you more tired instantly like I would go shopping with Anna, like to Old Navy, and she's not like someone who would spend an hour and a half shopping. And it's still as soon too as we much. Walk in, it would be. I would literally be like, I could go to sleep. Well, Jen, the, the face. Jen says, "I cross my arms and I follow her around with this look." And like, and then I'm just like, pair of pants, yeah, I right. walk into a store, Grab straight them. to the pants aisle. I go, my size, okay, and I'm out. Pay and it takes right. two minutes. Right. Never try it on. Never do anything like that. Don't compare. Just these are pants. Right. <laughs> we'll cover my bottom. It will do. And my front, hopefully. Well, well that's always a challenge. Not, yeah, I was going to say, in your case, it's a little different. <laughs> uh, <laughs> welcome, Sandra. Shine mom. Um, okay, so very quickly. So. She drops me off at the theater, and I fandango from my phone, like, and it's New Year's Eve about two in the afternoon. Hey, fandangoed. So I'm like, what do I want to see? Eh, Wonder Woman, I don't know. Uh, so I like superhero movies. So I, I click. When it goes to choose your seat, every seat was available, and I thought maybe there was a glitch in the system or something, so I picked the middle of the theater. I go in. at like The movie started at 145. I, I purchased the ticket at, like, 145, okay? I walk in mask on the whole thing and i've got my little apple wallet phone thing and a guy like clicks it and he's like, all right you're uh theater 12 right down the hall and uh enjoy the show i was like all right so i walk down and i get to the theater and it's got like the barricade across it and all the lights are on in the theater and so i kind of was like trying to look through i'm like what's going on over there you know it's like well, is it like is it in another theater like it's supposed to be the trailer's supposed to be starting you know so i walk back down the hall i was like hey there's like a barricade and like the lights are on he was like oh uh hang on one second <laughs> he's like oh uh, yeah head head back down there uh the manager is gonna meet you down there so i meet down there and this guy comes out of like the back room and he's like you got your you bought the ticket for this showing of wonder woman i was like yeah he's like okay so he like he's very annoyed. He does the barricade. He walks in, and there's like a team of people in there like cleaning the theater. And I'm like I'm like by myself with the guy like in like in his back pocket, you know. And like he I, he walks in and he looks up at the guys and he's like, "Hey, somebody actually bought a ticket for the showing, so y'all like get to a stopping point and y'all need to get out of here." Like, yeah. 
And I was just like, <laughs> real professionally run operation here. I was like, oh, sorry, everyone. And so, like, so, <laughs> so I was the only one. So I went and sat down, and I could tell they were all like annoyed because they were like trying to finish this theater. They're the cleaning it. And so they were like, enjoy the show, sir. And I was just like, all by myself. Enjoy the show, idiot. They're like, enjoy the show, Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> 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 so like I was speaking and no one's looking <laughs> 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 oh my gosh okay um, so that was that and I didn't even get to the thing that I wanted was going to talk to you about so next time remind me crosstalk I want to I want to talk to you about your clothing situation like when you get home from work Oh, I want to talk about that. Like, I want okay. to talk about your process because I have a process. I've got a process too that I try to like. Do you, you know, you know, some people stay in their work clothes like till bedtime. Some people like they come in the house and they immediately strip. But I don't want to talk about it now. Okay. Well, I want to talk about that next time. And we've got um, we normally do this at the end of the show, but next week we are interviewing. Hang on, Sean McCormick. Who's uh, been on the show before? Yes, and the Mavericks play that night as well. They're playing right now. Udo Erasmus is on the tenth. David Minkoff, seventeenth. Watching right now. Evan Demarco, shut up. Evan Demarco and Jana Breslin are on February twenty fourth. I'm really right. excited about that. They're actually very famous. Dr. Casey Means on the third. On the third, then it's spring break. Then we have Jen Broyles back on Vicente or <laughs> Vincent uh, Pedre, Megan Dasani. Renee Garcia, Raz Razgatis, Mike Berland. We're booked out until April 28th. Well, then. We're famous. 2021. I need to check our... Uh... <laughs> Maybe there's a hot check for $3 waiting for us to be uh... picked up. I wonder if we can get them to give it to us like the yeah, large like the novelty, check. like the golf, car, the golf tournament check. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, that would be hilarious. Let's uh, let's stop talking about you in a theater, hey, kid. <laughs> there's is that a statue of a dog? There's Roger, I who don't you think he's moving. Who buddy. you said we should kill last week? Uh, yeah, you sounds like he he looks like he's really living it up right now. <laughs> Okay. He might actually be not alive right now. It is. Okay, his eyes moved. Okay, we're good. He'll <laughs> be thirteen in his nose. <laughs> okay, uh, look, we're just gonna do this. This is, it actually yeah. worked. And Let's do it this way. Admit, and here she comes. I'm recording. My biggest fear. Okay, we're recording. Okay, is it? It's Doctor Shinebaum. Yes, it is. Hi. Hello. So we're we're recording. Okay. Um, we just did the intro. Uh, thank you because, like, I will say this: there are two ways to join a Zoom meeting. There's one where you click a link, and then it just magically opens. The other is you get a like a, a an eight or nine digit ID nine. number. It's, it's it can be different. It can be it can oh. be more. And you click on join a meeting. And you punch in the number. Did you know how to do that already? Yes. Okay. We've had a lot of confusion with guests lately. We'll send them our personal meeting like, ID code, and they're like, oh. "Where's the link?" I'm like, yeah. "It's okay. It's it's almost February of 21. We've been <laughs> in. We've been zooming for a year. 
Yeah. Can we not figure this out yet? Yeah. I, there's multiple ways. So uh, often I'll go to my calendar first, click on, uh, jo- you know, join Zoom. That's easy. Right. Uh, sometimes if it's set up through a calendar schedule, sometimes it doesn't work that way. So then I'll sign in. I'll go to my Zoom account, click join a meeting. I copy and yeah. paste the ID and boom, I'm in. Yeah. yeah. And then there's all, you know, we haven't had the hackers yet. On, on my Zoom, come in and try to do crazy stuff. But apparently that's a thing where people wait. can do that. So, uh, Dr. Scheinbaum, do, do we call you Dr. Scheinbaum? Sandy? Sandra? Sandy is good. Sandy? Sandy's good. Where, obviously, you're sitting in front of a bookcase, but like, where are you in the world right now? Yeah, I'm in Scottsdale, Arizona. Scottsdale, Arizona. What's the weather yeah. like? Are there? I'm trying to look at the books behind you, too. <laughs> yeah, it is uh, about 60, which is cold for Arizona. You know, when wow. it gets down to 60, people are wearing hats and mittens. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, people that like, are from Minnesota, when it's 40, yeah. they're like in shorts and a t shirt. Yeah. And they're like, this is yeah. no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, where are you guys right now? Rick? We're both in Texas. I am in uh, Fort Worth, and Mark okay. is about two and a half hours west of here in Abilene, like kind of right smack dab in the middle of Texas. Okay. Yes. Are you from Love Arizona? Or where are you from no, originally? No, from Chicago area. Oh, okay. so you know about the cold weather. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're hardy. So. so are you like a, a Bulls, Blackhawks, uh, Bears? Uh, what, what's your... What's your sports uh, affiliation? Or are you like, I don't care about any of that? <laughs> yeah, Cubs, Bears, uh, yeah, hockey, uh, Blackhawks. But uh, yeah, never much, never really into sports. I'm more of a theater fan. Okay. So I'm more of a, a music theater song and dance person. So uh, have Blackhawks you... just scored, by the way, to tie it one-to-one against Nashville. Oh, really? They're playing? So okay. Perfect timing. I'm going to delete all your games off my account if you're stealing. <laughs> um, so uh, speak, okay, so Broadway. Is like shut down. Oh, yeah. you know, Rick probably doesn't know this because Rick doesn't have the Broadway connections that I have. I know Hugh Jackman. Never Jack. been to a music. No, I'm, I take I know that Hugh back. Jackman. I've seen one musical. I've seen Footloose, the musical. Oh, that was in, a good uh, one. 2001. Where? Uh, <laughs> it's Fair Park in Dallas. It was because uh, of a girl I was dating. It was uh, not my favorite activity I've ever done because I have no culture. I am not a cultured man. And so uh, I stuck out like a sore thumb there. So, well, I'll make a deal with you. My daughter uh, wrote, produced, and well, I produced, and uh, it was an off-Broadway hit closed down by the pandemic. It was called Emoji Land. She started it. And ironically, it was, a, it was about a virus that infects a phone and the whole emoji civilization is threatened. It's a musical. So they're, they're on stage singing about a virus and literally oh my outside gosh. on Broadway, the whole theater scene is being shut down by a real virus and you could feel the tension in the audience. This was early March. Yeah. And huh. so they left, uh, left the set is still up and no. she's from LA. They all flew back. But anyways. So uh, she so was in, in New York, York, obviously. She like was all that. in New York yeah, performing, yeah. Had, had, uh, was a co-writer on this. But anyways, if it ever, uh, when it gets revived in better times, we'll, we'll send you some comps. Yes. Absolutely. That'd be awesome. So, uh, so my sister-in-law's sister is in the Hugh Jackman show, and it's fine. It's uh, not. I, so I kind of know. I'm kind of friends with Hugh Jackman because of that, right, Rick? No, Mark <laughs> claims that he is now Hugh Jackman's best friend, <laughs> and so like uh, one of these days, I'm going to run into Hugh Jackman. And be like, hey, I know Mark Rogers, and he's going to be uh, like, I don't know who that is. No, he's a, such a nice person. He uh, would say, Oh, I've that's heard, great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my daughter's friend was in Oklahoma with him, and he is a really cool guy. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Okay, yeah, so, so so we have done kind of the more formal intro, whatever, okay, at the beginning. Great. But we want to hear from you. 
what is your, in your own words, kind of give us your background and sort of how you got to, to be where you are today? Great. Well, it's a long story because I am turning 71. So it's a long career. Well, you're turning 71 in like 11 years, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, like next what? month, actually. When's your birthday? Uh, oh, seven- hold on, birthday. Okay, hey, no, no, we forgot. We we completely forgot. Dang that. it! So we do this thing where Mark and I both try to guess your birthday. Uh, we've said already it's next month. Yeah, so we've narrowed it down. It's yeah. way way better here. We're not going to guess year, but we're going to both uh, take a stab at the day. Just so one one guess each month. on this one. Okay. okay well, so it is it, it is uh, almost next month, so it is. Yeah. All right. So it is next, coming so up. I'm going to anticipate what she's talking about March. So I'm going to okay. say. March 23rd. So close. I'm going to get 24th. it. 24th. Uh, March 24th. I got it. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> that actually, is yeah. The first guess was actually going to be March 24th. No, you say that every <laughs> time. No, you don't. Okay. Anyway. So that's amazing. Uh, 71. I would never have guessed that in a thousand years. Uh, okay. So you were born on March 24th and, and, and proceed from there. Yeah, so that was 1950, and that was the era when women were told, well, just you could be a school teacher, a nurse, a secretary, and so I decided to go into teaching, and I was in special ed for many years. I taught teachers how to train to be special ed teachers, and that led to a real interest in the stress management. I was leading a lot of workshops for kids, for parents, for teachers, and so I got my doctorate in clinical psychology, and at the time, there really was no field of mind-body medicine. It was so new and considered so radical, this idea that, oh, maybe you can take some breaths and you could relax and that could affect your physical health. So this is what I was teaching from early 70s on and then was trained in cognitive therapy and positive psychology. And that's where you look at what's right with people, not what's wrong with them. And I was a clinical psychologist for close to 40 years and then got really, really interested in nutrition and exercise and movement. This idea that, yeah, maybe if you went out and took a walk or you gave up all the sugar you were eating, maybe your mood would be changed (laughs) and you wouldn't be so depressed or anxious. And so I studied functional medicine. And when I was 65, all my friends were retired or uh, think they were saying, what do you need this for? Do I start a company? But that was my mission. I really wanted to train health coaches in this model of combining functional medicine with positive psychology and felt that there was a real need for health coaches. So partnered with the Institute for Functional Medicine. They trained the doctors. And at the time I had somebody who was working with me and a young associate. And so we launched it together. And that was five years ago. And it's our mission to create health by training health coaches. And this is just incredible to see now how it is catching on and health coaching has grown tremendously as a profession. Uh, And so this is my purpose in life to uh, really change the health of millions of people and also change healthcare so that it's not just acute care medicine, but it's really getting at the root causes and helping people who are struggling with these chronic conditions. 
I have several several things. There's three things. The first is the Seinfeld bit about all these commercials about Ambien and all these these uh, these go to sleep aids, Nyquil, all these things. And he's like, could there be a correlation between that and these huge coffees we're drinking? We're just like chugging <laughs> coffee all day. Like, could there be some sort of connection here? I don't know. Um, and then, have you? Re- I'm sure you've read *Man's Search for Meaning*, Victor Frankl. Favorite book. Okay, so that's one of my like I read it every year. Like and it's a very it's a very short, it's a very small commitment, but there's just so many truth bombs. You start talking about cognitive behavioral therapy and all these you know psychology stuff like and and, and then the other the last thing is like you get all these people like I guess Rick and I could fall in this category. Like we're I'm almost 40, Rick's 40. Uh, and it's like, you get all these people saying, do this, do that. It's like, you're 70, almost 71. It's like, if you're talking about health, like, I don't care what anyone else is saying. I'm going to do what you're doing. <laughs> like, yeah, what you're doing is obviously working. Right. Like, you've got something uh, going here. Like, I mean, you've got like, it's like a tr- the track record, obviously, you know, it's not like you just like started being healthy like a year ago. You know, it's like you obviously like, and, and, and we talk about this on the show all the time, like, my my goal and like what how I act today is how I want is like is like with the with the goal of I want to crawl around on the ground with my grandkids right like yeah. that's what I that's how I think of how I think of it and like oh that quote hold on I got to say this quote because it's it's pertinent and it's very it will be very easy to find and it is this and it the quote is as followed keep in mind always the present you are constructing it should be the future you want how about that as a quote i love that that is absolutely correct it's really really resonates and change is absolutely possible and i like to see myself as a example of that if i look back in my 20s it was like i was a mess I was binging on sugar. I was knocking down pints of ice cream and then wanting more. I wasn't exercising and I was sitting all day. And You were at Woodstock. Out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember Woodstock. <laughs> was, I was in college in Woodstock. Oh, that's crazy. That was my, my I'm a boomer. <laughs> and um, so then started to change and started to slow and, and it wasn't always the right path. So I've been on every dietary trend. If you huh. were to go into my kitchen and you would see all these cookbooks from, okay, here is the fat free era and here's the vegan and the raw vegan and the macrobiotic and any trend that we thought we knew so much at the time, especially right. the fat free. We thought we were so right. And meanwhile, we were eating you know, snack wells and right, oh, it's good right. for you. It has no fat, but it had like tons and tons right. of sugar. Uh, so yeah, and just continually evolving, being really open to research and not being tied to one approach. Uh, but at this point in my life, it's just relentless self-care it's just exercises like brushing my teeth right it's just so a part of my life but i've also relaxed uh what i used to do so if i was i remember in my 30s and 40s i was tied to the treadmill like every morning i had to run an hour no matter what i have to get five miles timing it like and now it's more snacking on exercise throughout the day doing more natural movements Yeah, yeah 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 and very efficient 
high intensity. So as we're finding the research, it's not even good for you to be, you know, so tied into like running every single day or doing something aerobic for an hour, 10, 15 minutes full out right. sprints, for example, could be much more effective and strength training could do a lot of and that. sustainable. Yeah, it's sustainable. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and I think what you're what you're a model of is this is, is this like constant evolving, constant learning, right? It's like you got a lot of people that that the conventional wisdom kind of descended upon them that you know uh, fat was bad, and, and that and that was it. They were stuck again. The Seinfeld. I just finished Seinf the Seinfeld book. Is this a uh. thing? And I'm a huge Seinfeld fan. But he talks about yeah. like 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 dads their their fashion stops at like the greatest point in their life. Like usually yeah. by the time, the, at that point right. It's now. like yes. about the time they have kids, they're just like, we're going, we're riding this out to the end, you know? And so like, but a lot of people have that, that mindset of, okay, this is the way. And, uh, that's a Mandalorian uh, thing. This is the way. And then, sorry, I just finished that too. And, uh, and then they don't ever change. Like this is, this is what I'm doing. And and sorry, that's it. But like, I think the key to longevity is is being able like when the here's here's a, a, a example that I use a lot for people. It's like I don't want to be the kind of person, and you are not the kind of person, obviously. That like when I'm uh, I'm a granddad or whatever, and I'm I'm seventy years old, and then I'm like I don't like change. No, I'm set in my ways. It's like so I'm like embrace the change. Like anytime the like the iPhone update comes through, embrace that. Don't be mad about that. Oh, the email looks different. Fun good embrace that like learn something new like 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 always like the neuroplasticity stuff like that that's the key to to uh, longevity and so yeah talk about that a little bit as far as like how you were able to is that just something that you were you just kind of came basic cable with your genetic code or was that something that you really had to figure out like i need to constantly be learning constantly be evolving or i'm going to get stuck yeah when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, well, just as I'm committed relentlessly to self-care, this is self-care for the brain. Right. And I don't want to be, and I want to be old and energized and sharp. I don't want to be old and senile. And so that means the brain is a muscle and you have to exercise it. And how do you come to do that? You come with a character strength called curiosity. You want to be curious. You want to be constantly learning. And so many of my contemporaries, I hear, oh, I'm too old to, to learn this. I'm too old. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. And so they don't do it. And I was, it's a riot. I'll get on like, I was teaching them how to use Zoom. And it's like they're just it was just so hard they don't know she knows how to, how to use you know, zoom more than everyone else that we've like yeah, yeah. There, there's some funny videos going on where the like, guy's trying to teach his dad you know how to use it it's like his head is like under you know buried and then they can't it's just you know oh how do i mute and how do i get a camera but anyways it's, and i it's can do yeah. this on zoom <laughs> i love it yeah i i love playing around with virtual screens and, and animation and it's so much fun and learning new reactions and also learning new platforms so i've been on clubhouse in fact i was almost late to this call never heard of it club clubhouse is this right now it's only on an apple iphone 
and it's in beta testing. And yeah, this is, um, it's, if you imagine the early days of talk radio, so imagine we're doing this podcast, it's only audio. So you're, you're only on your phone, at, which I love because you don't have to worry about what to wear or you know, how your hair looks. <laughs> right, right. Not yeah. seen. And uh, you could just be out taking a walk and doing it. And people are, are, are sponsoring these rooms and then the listeners can come up and talk. So it's like a talk radio oh, cool. format. Picture your podcast now, audio only with listeners. So anyways, it's in beta testing and I've learned how to do it and I'm going in and sponsoring cool. rooms, but I'm like the oldest one. Right. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, there's uh, nobody, or I shouldn't say nobody, I don't know that for sure, but it's definitely, uh, I'm, you know, I'm not the normal age for this, but I love it because I'm learning new things learning a new language. I'm learning, I'm taking dance, I'm taking tap lessons uh, online and just, just learning new things and uh, took tons of Spanish in high school. And I'm learning using, Spanish right now. Yeah, using Duolingo. Yes. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And Floki, I've always wanted to learn to play the piano. And so I got this app called Floki and it's so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. That is well, amazing. You know, I it's love interesting. That. You use the yeah. term self-care, and I, it, it, I'm glad that you said that because we have this idea right now that self-care means like taking a hot bath or you know having a cup of cocoa and using both hands to hold the mug or anything like that. That's not really what I mean. Uh, yeah, those are kind of forms of self-care. It's good to relax and decompress, but self-care really is is more about doing things that take care of yourself it's not necessarily just like going and having a spa day it's indulging doing things that are good for your brain it's doing things that are good for your body it's making sure you're making good uh you know dietary choices those are what we're talking about when we talk about self-care things that will help you create right now the future that you want to have and you know mark talks about you know wanting to you know, be on the ground playing with his grandkids. That's really, you know, my, my father's in his seventies. He just retired a few years ago and his body, he's in such terrible condition that his retirement is miserable. He has to be in pain all the time. Uh, he's, you know, and it, it, I see him and I'm like, that is not what I want when I spend 40, 50, however many years it is working towards retirement. And then I finally retire. And then I just, I, I retire in a Misery. chair watching television all day. Right. That's not what I want to do. Uh, you know, I want to be able to go do the things that I can't do now. Like I don't have time to go travel to Europe right now, but you know, that's something that I want to do. Like when I'm retired and I can go, you know, take three weeks and go, you know, explore someplace or, you know, travel or do things like that. So and that's what really what self-care is about we, to us is that it's doing the things on a daily basis that will help you have that kind of kind of future you're talking about. I love that. And you're describing then a question that coaches are trained to ask their clients. What do you want yeah. your health for? What matters most? Right. Where do you want to be in five years and 10 years? And they will say things like, I want to be able to get down on the floor and play with my grandchildren and not, you know, be, uh, not be able to get up off the floor. And so that self-care. Yeah, you're not down there after you've fallen and can get up and then you're like, hey kids, I'm down here. <laughs> uh, come yeah. play with me. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then, so then you go back in time and say, well, where, what do I need to do today? so that I will be there. And that's how I operate. And so self-care could be something like keeping up on research, like, oh, who knew that cold plunges, you know, are good for you. And so uh, doing cold showers, like, I take cold showers. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And things like that, or, or learning a new language or learning, uh, learning to play the piano or experimenting with a different way of cooking or just having uh, experiences that are going to be nurturing. And I so agree about this narrow definition of self-care, like doing some deep, you know, going to meditate and while you light some candles. Uh, for me, I zest is one of my character strengths. So I'm always like energized. And I like to do to walk and and meditate or I take a ballet class and I love to get carried away just by the music combined with the movement. And so for me, that is more relaxing than I I remember yeah. once I was in a meditation class and uh, we had to sit there for 30 minutes. Um, you know, if, uh, you're like, I could be reading floor. a book right and, now. Like I could be yeah, learning I, something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I actually got up and walked out because all I could focus on was the mold, the smelly carpet that we were on. And so this is like not good. I don't, you know, it's a gorgeous sunny day and I'd rather be out outside taking a walk. So it's personalized. What can be very relaxing for one person can be anxiety provoking for somebody else and vice versa. So you find what works for you. For me, it's always music, getting carried away by music and dance and, and laughter. So you mentioned cycle. I love I mean, those. Are, those are priceless. Yeah. And so guaranteed to, to laugh and laughter is one of the most uh, powerful anti-inflammatory, anti-aging uh, techniques that we have. Yes. Um, so coaching is, is a very formal word uh, like, uh, uh, another way that I think of that is like, when I read a book, like the, the way that I retain that is by like talking about it to someone else in, in like that process on steroids is actually like saying, okay, Mark, like you are, you need to teach this group of people about sleep. Right. And so that's how you're going to learn something. And so I think coaching is one thing. Coaching doesn't mean you're an expert. Right, coaching doesn't mean you, you know every answer that, that the questions are going to be asked. Like coaching is like you learning it and then processing it and then and then trying to turn that into bite-sized pieces for other people. So so kind of take us through like that. Like I love the the coaching model because not only is that helping other people, but that's also helping the people learning to be coaches. Like like my wife teaches and teacher education at a university. Like she teaches the teachers. Right. And so she knows her stuff, right? Because she's having to teach others. So kind of talk about that coaching process and how it's sort of the symbiotic thing where everybody is just learning all the things. Oh, yeah. So uh, one way to conceptualize coaching is to picture a stagecoach, which is where the word came from. What does a coach do? It takes you from, helps you go from where you are to where you want to be, huh. takes you to your destination. Coaches help people change particularly when change is hard. And so when we're talking about changing your diet or starting an exercise program, and most importantly, sustaining it, a coach is there as your personal cheerleader to be your guide, to provide education, to provide support, to listen. And so people really need to feel heard. And often they go to experts, they might go to their doctor and they feel like the doctor doesn't listen to me or they're rushed. They don't, they're just out of the room and onto their next patient. And I didn't even get to, to really talk to him about all my questions. And so a coach is there to provide that support, education, 
and you feel as the client like you're in the driver's seat. You can talk about what wherever you want to go, but it's not therapy. It's not like you have that you are in psychotherapy where the orientation is, well, let's dig into like, why do you think this is happening to you? And it's digging deeper and deeper often into your past. This is about change. How can you create happiness and how can you live a good life right now? How can you get healthier? And so it's starting off in really, really small steps. We work uh, with BJ Fogg who wrote Tiny Habits. It's tiny, tiny increments that then become habits because they're associated, they become part of your daily routine. And a coach can help you with that in so many areas. They can help with sleep, they can help with exercise, of course, food, but also with meaning and purpose, as we've been talking about. They can tell, they can recommend to a client that they read Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning, and they discuss it. And uh, what do you think about uh, how you connect your purpose, um, you know, with love and uh, community and engagement? Have you heard of this one? This is kind of the all yes, the new one. Yes, I haven't yes, started it yet. Uh-huh. I bought it. Somebody recommended it to me over the break, and I just got to a point. I finished some books that I've been trying to finish, and so I'm if starting audio, this one. If you're listing audio, oh, or yeah. Atomic Habits is the name of the book. By James Clear. Yeah. Uh, Charles Duhigg wrote a book called uh, Power of Habit, which is also uh, really good. Um, we mentioned Man's Search for Meaning. What are some, others, uh, what are some other books in your experience? It couldn't, you know, not necessarily anything that you've read I mean, it could be something you've read in the last year, but like, what are some of the classics? It's like, like Man's Search for Meaning, things like that, that you would recommend to people. Yeah. So anything by uh, Tal Ben-Shahar, he, uh, will you spell that for me? Yeah. T-A-L-B-E-N dash S-H-A-H-A-R. Got it. He has a Happiness Studies Academy. He teaches courses, and he used to teach at Harvard. He had the most popular course in the history of Harvard. It was a course on happiness. It was standing room only. People were clamoring to get in. He's really engaging, and so he's written a number of books on happiness. Uh, Barbara Fredrickson, who's also written uh, books, she is a researcher in positive psychology, and Barbara Fredrickson has written uh, a lot of books about um, positivity. Uh, The father of positive psychology is Martin Seligman, S-E-L-I-G-M-A-N, and he wrote uh, Flourish, and that's a classic. Our more recent book is called The Power of Meaning, and I love it. She brings in a lot of Viktor Frankl, and it's by Emily Estahani Smith, or you can just say Emily Smith to make it easier. And uh, I highly, highly recommend that book. Uh, she ties it all together. Heard of Jonathan Haidt. He wrote uh, The Happiness Hypothesis, and I just yes. finished The Righteous Mind, which we talked about last show, Rick. Why good people are divided by politics and religion, and I'm like, I can't recommend this enough, mm-hmm. especially as everybody is like, how can people be so stupid in my life? And then there's other people thinking of that of that about you, like, how can you be so stupid, you know? And so, kind of uh, 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 marrying those things together. But anyway, um, okay, I can't believe this. Uh, it is 8:58, and we like th- there was a list of questions that I had, and I literally did not even start asking you questions from the list of questions because that was such a good uh, interview and just we, we just were kind of going down the rabbit trail so very quickly i have a question i'm going to ask you but first i want you to tell people 
where they can find you. I know um, the Functional Medicine Coaching Academy, FMCA. I'm going to have that link in the show notes. What, Where else can people find you uh, if they want to reach out? Sure. Uh, well, my personal Instagram is at Dr. Sandy. It's S-A-N-D-I. They can also go to FX Med Coach on Instagram. And then our Facebook page is Functional Medicine Coaching Academy. So they can reach out there or through the website, functionalmedicinecoaching.org. Functionalmedicinecoaching.org. I've got it right there. Um, okay. And here's the question. Here's the question this that we ask all of our first time guests, all of our first time guests. Okay. We ask them, and this doesn't have to have anything to do with anything we just talked about, but what is something that you enjoy about life or something you do that makes life more enjoyable, a, a hobby, uh, a, a, a group that you're involved with anything. Yeah, I would have to say dance. I've always loved dance and I take tap dance and I finally learned the time step, uh, and I <laughs> step take change. ballet. Oh, I <laughs> yeah, I take ballet, and I've mastered a pirouette. I couldn't do it when I was younger, uh, and so and then anything dance like. So there's the formal dance class, and then Pilates, yoga. I combine that, so it's dance like. Yeah, and then sometimes just great music will come on and I just turn it up really, really loud and dance around the living room. <laughs> okay, you have one song. And all the rest of the songs are being burned up in a in a volcano. What song do you choose to dance with? My knee jerk is Philadelphia Free to Milton John. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to go with something my daughter wrote from Mojiland, oh. and it is uh, anything is possible. Okay. So, so uh, yeah. So it's awesome. Um, That's a cool yeah. kind of connection connection there. <laughs> so party rocking. Actually, the formal name of the song is Zeros and Ones. So oh. it's about anything is possible with zeros. And yeah. Ones. That's the, so anything that I, I, that just, uh, I hear that and I'll just, um, just get really, really excited well, because the message so resonates in this book, uh, Jonathan Hyde, the righteous mind, he talks about, there are ways to, uh, kind of click on the, the hive brain. Uh, like, like whenever you hear about stories of, you know, how, how would you do something so heroic in a wartime setting? It's like, well, I've been like marching in step with this, with this group of people and we have become like this, this other mind. Uh, and so like doing things in unison with people is one way to like turn that, that brain on where you're like, it's, you're something more than just your individual and, a, and raves. He talks about raves because it's like, you got these mind altering drugs and like the, the dancing all night with people in the same, and it's like this, like, you know, like this, I don't know, out of body experience kind mm -hmm. of thing. So dance is like, is a really important part of our human brains. Um, I also like to dance. Um, I was best male dancer in a dancing competition in Abilene. It's not a big deal. Uh, let me get my trophy. Just kidding. I won't do that again. I just did that like a few shows ago. Anyway, well, Dr. Sandy, you have been great. This has been just yeah, a, uh, uh, an energizing conversation. You're you're very inspiring and uh, and awesome to talk to. And hopefully, maybe we can let's let's schedule you back on the show so we can actually ask some of the, questions, the questions that I right plan to ask you. Yeah. So oh, this has I been love it. this has you. been this has been great. And uh, and I'll I'll send you the the links to when this goes up on YouTube and on our audio platform. And uh, and we'll get you back on the schedule. Oh, thank you. You guys are awesome. It's been so much fun to awesome. talk to you. Thanks. Have thank a good you. night. It was a pleasure. You too. Bye. 
You're listening to the Simply Human Podcast. That was great. I mean, seriously. That was really terrific. Like, 71. It's interesting from my perspective because my dad is... Uh, well, my dad's 65. My dad's four years older than she is. He, he's 75. And if you talk about, like, quality of life, and I'm not, you know, sitting back on my dad or anything like that, but health and wellness has never been anything he's had any concern over whatsoever. And you just look at, like, the... Choices and the, the habits. Rate at, the rate at which she is probably enjoying life as opposed to the rate at which he is enjoying like, life. Like, would your dad... Like, could your dad learn tap dancing right no. now <laughs> this is the thing that's ironic is he for years and years and years you know they were good at with their money and they saved and saved and saved and they wanted to move out to the farm because that was you know where he spent all of his summers or out there at the farm doing farm work and, and we have a ton of family live out there and he and can't he do anything there, he can't do anything yeah and you know I, I go out there and i help him and then you know that's you know something that we can do kind of together is you know he, i do help help him do some chores but like that's the great irony of this is he wanted to go out live on the farm and be a farmer you can't farm because right. he's just not in the condition to do that. Right. So it's just interesting that juxtaposition between him and then you have her and she's taking tap dance lessons and she's, you know, she's moving. And, and because her l- larger life picture has been motivated by making sure that she does things, makes good choices. And it wasn't she'll, she'll admit that it wasn't that way the whole time. Right. She's done yeah. all kinds of fad dieting. But at some point, like it's not. A linear journey it's not a to b you know you you try and you try what works and what works and you know sometimes this doesn't work continual learning yeah that's good and you're constantly trying to improve and do better and it's just it's you're right I mean, it's very inspiring for sure uh i think a lot about how uh the and i don't have the numbers in front of me but like there's it's something ridiculous like the average police officer dies within like four years of retirement right and I'm telling you, stress I'm not working the, my rear end off right now. To die in uh, four years. The, pension, the pension's great. And if they'll pay you a lot of money as long as you live. Right. Uh, well, they know. They, I want to try to milk them for every penny that they owe me. That's and why so the I pension's so to, great. Because, like, yeah, they're going to be dead exactly in five right. years. That's, ex- yeah. that, that, that's really exactly right. That's why the money is so good is because, uh, you know, your typical, you know, uh, you think of like a policeman in a police car. It's not chasing down bad guys. You're sitting on sitting on your ass all night, eating fast food, and right. uh, you know tons and tons. And not tons exercising of for sure. Yeah. You're never exercise. I mean, yeah. you may be. You know, some of the, a lot of those guys do exercise, but you know, you're not on the job a lot. Hours yeah. and hours and the stress, and you're not doing anything about any of that. And it's just it's it's just sucking years off your life. And so, uh, you know, I enjoy my work. It's fulfilling, but like there's a reason I go to work. It's so that eventually I can not go to work. Right. So eventually I can retire and do the things that I can't really do right now. Right. Yeah. So you talk to somebody like her and it's like, man, this is really how you grab a hold of something. Yeah. Like that, you know, always learning, uh, uh, always evolving, never getting stuck in your ways. And I just love that quote. Keep in mind, always the present you are constructing. Think of, like, so that's tip of the week. It's yes, not, it's not like tip. a thing to do except for like, think about, Look, look back the last 10, 15, 20 years you're listening to this. What 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 future are you constructing with the with the habits that you have t- right now? Yeah. Right? And so if you keep doing what you're doing right now, what kind of What is your are you future? End up having? So I mean really this doesn't mean yeah. you have to go out and you have to like go immediately in your kitchen and clean everything. It's not that. Right. Uh, it's not maniacal focus on like weighing every micronutrient it's about making choices that will make your health better it doesn't have to be running five miles a day yeah it doesn't have to be you know uh just never eating anything other than vegetable i mean it it, those are parts 
It right. doesn't have to be fanatical about it. Yeah, well, and I, I, life without I tell my kids, because, you know, I've, I've got a, my daughters in middle school now, and I've got a fourth grader and a first grader, and my little brother through Big Rose Big Sisters is in seventh grade. And so things I'm trying to tell them, it's like, it's like every time you exercise, every time you, you know, like my little brother who's in seventh grade, he's like playing basketball and football and stuff. So he's been working out and stuff. And it's like every time that you do anything like that, there's resistance training. That's a, that you are making a deposit in the bank. Imagine like if you walk by a bank every day and every day you walk by the bank and let's say you just put $2 in, like that's nothing. Like it's just a 10 minute, you're stretching, you're doing something you are depositing something for the future. Now, if you now it, ten years go by, it's going to be quite a substantial yeah. amount you've got in there. If you don't, if yeah. you decide, you know what, I'm not going to give the two dollars today, and you do that enough, you don't have anything, right? So it's it's the little stuff. It all adds up. And so Absolutely. I'm trying to, and, and that's not just in working out. That's in your money, finances, and that's in your relationships, and that's in mm-hmm. every domain that you can think of. Like it's just that. You've got to be making those yeah, deposits. The long game. It doesn't yeah. always have to be a thousand dollar deposit. You're right. It can be a dollar here, a yeah. dollar there. You know. Just as long as you're doing something. But exactly. Speaking of Big Brothers, Dylan, uh, Simply Human's own Dylan, was the uh, West Central Texas Big Brother of the Year, and we. Yeah. Uh, Gave him oh, this Jimmy. big award yesterday. Uh, my little brother moved, and no one has any idea where he went. Really? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. He moved school districts, and no one had any idea hide nor hair. Oh, <laughs> that's terrible. Well, yeah. so we already said the tip of the week. We got we're, we got shows booked out the wazoo. Um, read, is this a thing by Jerry Seinfeld? It's like all of his notes from his whole career. Like all, just like, it's I feel like if I just talk to you enough, I'm going to have eventually heard the whole book. The donut hole. If it was a real donut hole, there wouldn't be anything on the plate. (laughs) What's the deal with grape nuts? (laughs) They're not grapes or nuts. Well, there is this one. It's funnier when he says it. I mean, (laughs) did you see the thing that Jen posted that I, I listened to this one part. It, I, if it's on Facebook, no, because I'm not getting. Well, it. so he <laughs> he there's this deal, and I memorized it, and it was like, I tell you what's separating men from animals. It's not the opposable thumb; it's pockets. Dogs out in the backyard digging holes. They're trying to make pockets. He's like, that's what's separating <laughs> animals from humans. He's like, but hang on a second. Kangaroos have pockets. How come they have it advanced? This is species. Like, yes, they do have pockets. They have little arms. They can't reach the pockets. <laughs> <laughs> It's just so actually pretty funny. Is this a so is this a thing that his book is just like I mean on on the audio book and I wanted the audio book because it's like Seinfeld reading it so it's like him delivering it so his voice oh it's so great the fake Seinfeld voice and these bits are like sixty second long just just little notes that he's kept over the years and a lot of it is familiar from his stand up stuff a lot of it is like stuff that you've never heard and a lot of it's not funny it's not that great but that's why it's you're just now hearing it because he yeah. never it never like turned into like part of his act or whatever. But just uh, he's he's a guy that like you know he he's not just like oh he's just a funny guy that just got lucky. He works his freaking butt off yeah, over his career writing and like just like slaving away at the at the desk or whatever. So anyway, uh, read is this a thing and read all the other books that we mentioned. So uh, that is nine ten. I'm gonna go watch the mass. That's gonna do it for this edition of the Simi Human Podcast. And remember. They're like, enjoy the show, Pee Wee Herman. (laughs) (laughs) So until next time, enjoy yourself. That was a pretty good show we just did. That was.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.